0: Thank you. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Driven by Curiosity podcast. For today's interview, it is actually me who is being interviewed by my friend Linda on her Inner Winner podcast, which I'm going to link down below in the show notes so you can subscribe to her show. Linda and I met when I was studying abroad in Scotland. She is actually from Sweden, and she reached out to me whether she can interview me on her podcast. And this episode really is all about mindset, business, building a community, personal branding but also kind of you know we do also talk a little bit about more deeper stuff like how I've been dealing with this whole pandemic situation how it has influenced my business and really my mission with everything that I do online so I'm super excited to be sharing this interview with you I really really hope that you enjoy it and if you do want to go deeper with me on the whole topic of business maybe you want to go down a similar route of building an online business whilst even being in university so that you can work remotely from your laptop and travel around and work from wherever you want then I have an entire bundle in my girls abroad membership that is dedicated to really getting started with business so in there you get a masterclass, visualization journaling prompts challenges and a recording of a group coaching call and you And of course, always ask me in the membership as well to get my personal guidance on your business. So if you enjoy this podcast episode, then make sure you check out
1: my online community Girls Abroad and I would love to have you in there. So I'm so excited to introduce to everyone this amazing girl, Laura Langheinrich, who is a 22 year old content creator, entrepreneur and German small town girl abroad in 2020. 16, Laura left behind Germany to study abroad in Scotland, and since then she has been sharing her life abroad on her social media channels, amassing 10K subscribers on YouTube and 1.8 thousand members in her online community, Girls Study Abroad. Having recently graduated from university, Laura travels the world working from her laptop as a content creator, life coach, and freelance video editor. Through sharing her journey abroad online, Laura wants to empower women all around the world to step outside their comfort zones and go abroad. And Laura is somebody I met while I myself was studying abroad in Scotland as well. And she was such an inspiration. At such a young age, she she was so clear and she is so clear on her abilities, what she wants. And she was such an inspiration to me And to be honest, like, she was the one who first, um, yeah. So thank you so much for coming on to my show here. And I am so excited to dive into your journey and your message to women around the world. Introduced the idea to start a podcast to me, which now was several years ago. But Laura, Mm -hmm. you're the reason why... I am here recording this because you were like, oh girl, you should start a podcast because you had yours. Thank you so much for being here.
0: Thank you for that sweet introduction. That was so nice of you. And yes, I remember. I remember when we were in Starbucks together. I remember the exact photo we took as well together. And I'm so glad that you started the podcast and that I get to be here today. I'm very excited.
1: Yes. Even the when we went to that other cafe, what's it called again? Ooh, in Aberdeen. And we did that photo shoot. And I'm still using the images you took. <laughs> uh, food story. Yes, a profile picture. I just see. <laughs> yeah. So, Lara, I really am so curious to know more about your journey of entrepreneurship and kind of let's start with with asking the question like have you did you always know that you wanted to be this content creator entrepreneur or how did that dream and vision for yourself come about
0: yeah well it's really yeah well so I started watching YouTube videos quite early on when I was like 12 13 I remember I was one of like first because I come from a small town in Germany right so back then not a lot of people even knew of the like beauty community on YouTube so that was like the early days of like YouTube and that's when I started watching the videos and I don't know I always wanted to do YouTube so that was always something I wanted to do um, but because I was so afraid of you know my friends at school and family judging me because as I said here in the German small town, no one really knew about YouTube and that it was like an actual valid thing and not just embarrassing, <laughs> basically. And um, so I never actually started YouTube until my first year of uni. Um, and that also kind of just like content creation got me into more thinking like an entrepreneur, and um, because I also started blogging and, and stuff like that. And um, but at that point, still, I wanted to work in like an big international marketing firm or like big international advertising company and yeah like that was also a big reason why I well it wasn't a big reason for it but it was one of the reasons why I wanted to go abroad because I always knew that I wanted to work in like an international big marketing firm so like an uh, English degree or like an international degree would make me stand out a lot more when applying for jobs and yeah, and how it just happened was that like it's actually a really fun story because one of the youtubers I used to follow, she started her own social media management and um, business. and that's the first time I heard of being a social media manager because like I was like, what, well, that's like an actual job. Now I feel like so that was like four years ago. Like now I feel like being a social media manager is like most people know what it is Where it's like four years ago even it wasn't so common like I've never heard of it so yeah and then I stumbled across this like online membership which was like become a social media manager work from home and that was in the summer between like my first and second year of uni so I was at home anyway and here there are like no real like internship opportunities and like PR media uh, marketing it's like not really existing here so I was like well I can do this online membership to like boost my CV and to you know maybe get some income and that's kind of how I was going into entrepreneurship just like quite randomly Um, And then I actually had to register my business because my first client wanted me to register my business, which now I'm like, that that was a bit weird. That first client was a bit weird. (laughs) But yeah, that's how I registered my business. And from there on, I, you know, I always continued doing YouTube. That was always like what I did. And, but then I started, you know, shifting also my business to like coaching consulting now I do a lot of like freelance stuff so I just tried out things and when I didn't like something I just did the next thing but YouTube and content creation and documenting my journey and that growth was always like big part of it it's kind of a big story
1: (laughs) that's amazing I mean it's just Like, I wish people would realize the freedom of entrepreneurship, you know, because sometimes it's almost like people think of it as this other kind of specific way of doing things. But really, it's it's up to you what you want to do. And it's it's part of it is this aspect of play, like what you're saying, like trying different things out and seeing what works and what doesn't and what you feel passionate about and what you're not And just trying, you know, and um, a lot of people, they're stuck thinking that life has to be a very rigid way of being and, you know, getting that job nine to five and sticking to it or maybe just, you know, so in that sense, you're such a breath of fresh air because you're really showcasing that another way is possible. And, you know, just trying different things and figuring things out along the way. And that's amazing. Yeah, for sure. Like it's,
0: uh, but to be fair, like I still get all the time into the mindset of like, oh, I haven't found my one, my one thing. I haven't found my niche. I feel like everyone around me knows exactly what they're doing. They're all like this one, you know, niche statement and I help blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, well, I do like 10 million different things. And I feel like I don't have it figured out. And that was me, like, along the whole way. Like, I always thought, oh, my God, I have to, like, have it figured out by now. And I have to be further along. And I, like, I'm such a big overthinker, like, generally, <laughs> but also my business. So I kind of got out of constantly thinking about things. Like, now, um, I just... I kind of trained myself to just do the thing because I know that just thinking about it like I will not know and like you just cannot know whether you like something or not if you don't do it like just thinking about it and talking to other people about it just yeah it just doesn't do it like I in in the beginning when I like followed like life coaches and business coaches like I thought wow like one-on-one coaching like that would probably be like super cool and and I thought I would really like it but then when I started doing like one-on-one coaching even with pro bono clients when I did my life coaching certification I was like hmm I don't know if the one-on-one format is for me but I could only know that by trying um and not by just thinking about it or you know looking at other people and they like it so thinking I do too Um, but yeah I think it's a journey for sure and I I I don't feel like I haven't figured out at all.
1: <laughs> right. Right. And that's just part of entrepreneurship again. And also you're so young, like you, you know, it's, we <laughs> have a seven year uh, almost, well, six year age difference. And I feel like you are so mature and also so clear on what you want to do. You say that you, you know, that you're not sure sometimes and you feel like other people are are way ahead. And I don't think that's true. I think you have so many things like the, the most important pieces of life you have figured out because mindset, uh, I think, is such a huge part of what you teach and what you're about yeah. from what, what I'm seeing. and uh, and And I mean, what's more important than that? Nothing. Like if you can't master mindset, then you're not going to be able to do the things you want in life. So tell me a little bit okay. about your your project so we can speak about mindset and how that relates to what you're doing with your life coaching but then also with your girls study abroad and just the community that you serve yeah uh, for sure well mindset um
0: is something I got into also through like following like mindset coaches and business coaches and I first started mindset work with big vision journaling so I remember when I was like getting started with my business or I was really getting a taste of what it's like to like work from my laptop and like I realized well maybe I don't want to take a job after uni maybe I really want to you know be location independent and travel and have my own business but because by then I was sitting alone in my like really not so great apartment in gray Aberdeen. <laughs> I was like, well, it seems very far away. How am I going to get the drive, the motivation right now to be building something for a future that is still a little bit away? So that is how I got into like big vision journaling. So I remember like quite consistently for like a long time, I would get up every morning quite early and I will sit down first thing and do an hour of mindset journaling. And it usually involved just me writing out Well, if I could do anything with my life, what would I do? Or if I had $50 million in my bank account right now, how would my life look like? What would I be doing? And just, you know, getting really clear on like my big vision and what I want. And that's kind of how I got into mindset work. And then also, a big part of it actually was when I was struggling, it was also through, through that, or well, around that time, actually, I was struggling a lot with like emotional eating and like my weight and body image and stuff. So I also joined a membership, um, or well, I joined like different programs that were really around mindset work for weight loss. So I did manage to overcome my emotional eating lose weight and just make peace with food also through mindset work and those kinds of two things together like I realized well with mindset I am building this business I'm like creating my vision and I started like actually seeing results as well right like I started you know getting clients and you know growing channel all of those things because I was so focused on the big vision and that results in you know wow I can like change my mindset change the way I think about food and then actually act accordingly but wow like you can use mindset work and journaling and all those tools for like literally anything and what I do now is because my niche or what I talk about a lot is like going abroad and studying abroad that's like kind of the it's, you know how like in business you say you have to sell people what they want, but then give them what they need. So basically what I'm doing in my videos in my membership with my ebook is like, yes, I'm selling the whole, like go abroad. This is how to, this is the step-by-step process. You know, this is how to figure out where to go and this is how to get potential, blah, blah, blah. But then in my programs, what I actually talk about is a lot of mindset because I don't like giving people Like I'm not like um like a consultant or like someone who exactly tells people, oh yeah, well you should go there or you should apply for this scholarship. Like that's not at all what my zone of genius is. What I help people do is figure out their own answers and become like really confident in their ability to figure out the answers. Because I mean, you will know that from experience that like you can be all prepared when you go abroad and there is still gonna be challenges over challenges over challenges. So what I really help my members do is build up confidence and just know that even if go if something goes wrong, they have all of those tools of journaling, visualization, the community, and all of those things to like help them and support them. And um, so that's that's kind of my like what I do, like how I combine the mindset into my projects, which are quite like I don't sell mindset but I sell go abroad but then like what they actually get is a lot of the mindset because that is the way to you know reach your goals and actually you know go abroad or start a business as you said like mindset always comes first so yeah that's kind of how I do it
1: <laughs> yeah and I, re- I really think that's genius uh, because like you say um, you want to give your clients what they want but then you're actually- Uh, giving them what they need as well and it's like you've really focused onto this very specific group of people where you yourself have the experience of what it's like studying abroad and yes there are a lot of challenges I mean when you when you go abroad you are definitely stepping out of your comfort zone literally Um, you you come into unfamiliar territory you don't know what to expect maybe on paper you know you know what the university looks like you 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 know but once you're there, it's a completely different experience. And for a lot of people, uh, it's the first time moving away from home and the challenges that that gives, uh, being independent and and the list goes on. So for sure, I can see that mindset would be such a valuable tool. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So how did you get into knowing that this was going to be the people that you we're going to serve? Did it come from your own experience of maybe the challenges that you uh, went through studying abroad? Or how did you figure out that the this was going to be your way of serving people?
0: Yeah, that's such a good question. Because I think that's something a lot of people who start like, especially like a personal brand or like coaching, like something that is like not a product based business, for example, it's like, well, how do I know like, who really is my like target audience and all of those things so that's such a good question and for me to be honest because so when I started my youtube because everything I have to say everything started with youtube everything and it's still like youtube now is like my main driver to build my audience and to create everything that I have in my business youtube is kind of like my hub And I didn't start with a study abroad channel or like a going abroad channel. Like I just started, like my first few videos were quite random there were like vlogs and even I used to do like even makeup stuff and, you know, like a lot of different sort of content, but I realized that what got the most traction was study abroad content. And people ask me like on, like in the comments of my videos all the time about like study abroad stuff. Also, in my real life, people ask me a lot about studying abroad and going abroad. So it just all kind of came from what people were coming to me for, and yeah, that's actually a good good question. Everyone can ask themselves: Is like, well, like, what what do people come to me for? You know, like for example, my my partner who's like super techie. So like everyone asks him all the time, oh my God, can you fix my printer? Can you like look for a laptop for me or uh, stuff like that? So we all have like things that people come to us for. And I think that's a very good indication of, you know, what we can do and who we can serve. But yeah, specifically for me talking to girls going abroad, of course, that came from my own sorry and i remember the the reason why i started my my facebook group was because i was looking to post into facebook group for girls studying abroad or for you know yeah for just girls studying abroad like that was cuz i'm like well i'm a girl studying abroad so there must be other girls studying abroad and i realized there's like no such facebook group and at that time i was so into facebook group so i was like that is like, what? (laughs) So I started my own Facebook group just out of the need for for my own, um, something that I always say, like what I create, like my membership, my YouTube videos, my, my ebook. It's like for the 17, 18 year old version of me who back then didn't have a free Facebook community where she could go into and ask all of her questions, where she didn't have a membership, where she can get like group coaching and just challenges with like other girls who are in the same position where you can share your struggles so I always think about like well the younger version of me um what would she need so yeah I mean obviously if you want to build like a personal brand then your own story and kind of serving the younger version of yourself is like almost the easiest and it's the it's very very powerful to you because your story is like the only really unique thing about you like your skills everyone can copy or your work experience or you know even a business idea people can copy that easy or it might already exist what people can never copy is your personality in combination with your story so that's kind of what I now really really kind of in my in my marketing I guess I do it very subconsciously as well that I always talk about like my story um, but I do it more intentionally now as well that I do mention in every single video. Hi, I'm Laura. I'm a German small town girl. I just graduated from four years of studying abroad, blah, blah, blah. How did I even get there now? I don't know. I totally went on a tangent here. But mm-hmm. <laughs> And yeah. So how do you figure out who to serve is see if, if you want to build a personal brand, well, serve your younger self. Like you are always a few steps ahead of other people. Um, just because of your growth and and development so I think you know a good starting point is to serve the younger version of you and serve people who aren't yet where you are
1: yes yes that is that is so true um because you know yourself and what you've had to go through better than anyone and so that is always going to be Your strength. You're always going to have something to say on that topic, and you're always going to have valuable, right? So, wow, that was that was amazing what you had to share just there. Well, you know (laughs) this this podcast here is called Inner Winner, and what I'm really seeking to do is to empower the millennial woman to to really focus on mindset and to when you're at that low point in life, which happens to all of us, you know, it can happen on a weekly basis on a daily basis, just getting to that low point where you have to pick yourself back up. Um, And it's so important, I believe to then have the tools and strategies to know what to do next, to get to the higher version of yourself, to pick yourself up, to be able to, to, um, To get the momentum in life again right so i want to ask you what practices and strategies do you do today to set yourself up to be that inner winner when you go through a low point
0: that's such a good question and first of all i just wanted to say that like what you're sharing on this podcast is like now more needed than ever so i'm really glad that you started the podcast and that you're like sharing this message because Oh my God, we all need it, um, and it's such a relevant question. And I also just wanted to say um, that I don't want to give off the impression ever that like I'm not struggling because like I'm not even kidding. I almost like I cry almost every single day, and I have done that since like March, and I am definitely like it took me a long time to even accept that because I always saw myself as this really strong and independent woman. And, you know, I'm unstoppable and I go for my dreams and I create my dream life and I'm so intentional. So I think actually the first thing, and that's something I've definitely learned in 2020 is you have to that you might not be like that all the time. You might not be that inner winner at all times. Um, and like, that's, that's one of the, not a big, it's not a mistake that I made. It's just a huge lesson because in the first lockdown, I um, had so much resistance inside of me. Like I was like, this cannot be the state of the world. This cannot be happening. And, and whenever I got upset, because so in the first lockdown, just for, for listeners, I was in Scotland Um, away from my family so I didn't this year I didn't see my family for like seven months because they're they live in Germany I was in Scotland Um, and I stayed in Scotland as well during lockdown because my partner was there and I didn't want to you know spend time or like not be in the same country as him anymore and all of that so I stayed in Scotland and also because I still had my flat there and all of those things but I was going through such a hard time but the mistake I made was that I didn't accept it I was like oh my God, like I need to do more journaling now. I need to do more yoga now. I need to visualize and and go on walks and do all of those things, which those things are incredible. Like those are my tools, but they didn't work because I didn't first and foremost accept that I was feeling sad. And then I started, I mean, listeners can probably really relate to this. I started getting into this downward spiral where I got sad, but then I got upset with myself for getting sad because I was like, well, other people have it much worse. Like I'm right now abroad with my partner. I'm like in this beautiful apartment and I can work online. Like my business is like doing so well. My course mates are not even getting jobs and I'm like making money for my laptop. How lucky am I? I shouldn't be struggling, blah, blah, blah. Like all of that stuff. Um, but actually working through now and I highly recommend if anyone of you is using Headspace, there is a course in there. It's called Acceptance. I'm actually on the day 10 today and so far it has been like such an incredible experience and like I really learned and I'm doing that now it's like if I feel sad I don't fight it anymore and that actually makes it go away a lot faster than if I would kind of like push it away because you just sometimes can't push away like maybe little problems yes we don't have to get upset over like everything and you know that's where really mindset work as well comes in in order you not know, to change your beliefs and, you know, kind of um, help you as much as possible. But when you're really struggling, kind of just feeling it, letting it just be there and just not resist. Like I, I constantly, like if I can tell that like, yes, like it's, for me, it's mostly in the evenings that I'm like really struggling and like, just like, Oh my God, the world. And what is my life? And Oh my God. And like, like this is not my dream life what am I doing and blah 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 and now instead of fighting it I'm like okay I can tell that there's resistance coming up okay okay and then I'm like cool and I cry and then it's okay again you know so yes that's that was like a long story but (laughs) it's like my first piece of advice as a strategy that I have now is to not fight it so like just let it out and realize that it's totally okay to struggle. And what comes with that is the importance of sharing that with other people. Like I honestly do not know what I would do without my best friends, without my partner, without my family. I don't know, like I feel so sorry for people who don't have a supportive tribe, who don't feel safe enough to share their struggles with people around them because sharing your struggles And then realizing that you're not the only one, which you aren't like, I can promise you every single person right now is struggling. Um, it so much better. So now me, my second tip is to share, like tell people and also don't feel like you're a burden. Like it is. Well on that, on that point, I actually have to say you can communicate it in the way where you can say how you're feeling. Um, but then of course, you also can't complain about the same thing for like a month and not change anything about it. Like that's where then again, the mindset comes in. It's like, okay, we have accepted it. We're not resisting it. We're sharing it. And now what can we do about it? You know, and that's where really the tools the tools come in that you asked about. So favorite tools. Well, right now I really enjoy meditation. Um, So I do like a 10 minute meditation every day. I do it like, around lunchtime usually or in the morning sometimes it does depend and that really helps me and I would say journaling journaling is just a very big very very big part of of if um, I haven't done it in a while. And it was actually really interesting because I was talking last week, I was talking with my friend. She's um, she's a, a coach as well. And I was telling her, I'm like, oh my God, I think I lost my big vision and I don't know what I want anymore. And she's like, well, have you journaled about it? Or are you journaling right now? And I'm like, no. And she's like, well, no wonder that you don't know. So it's like, we often think we have to be at a certain point or be a certain way to start journaling for example or start any practice but it's like through journaling stuff will and stuff will come up and my favorite 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 prompts right now because the biggest thing i'm struggling with is uncertainty and feeling like i cannot make decisions because i don't know what's gonna come and i don't know what's gonna change so my prompt right now is um always make the right decisions i Um, am always certain and I know exactly what's the next step now how do I feel how like what do I do and what do I believe so it's like kind of figuring out okay where like what kind of mindset you want to be in and then being in that state in your journal and then thinking about okay now that this is my reality what do I do about it how does my life change and so yeah I think those are like the three tips I would have it's like first learning to accept and to like release resistance sharing it with people you know and then finding um, ways that support that so ways to accept and to release resistance through meditation Um, and then the journaling is more about actually finding action steps to do on a daily basis to then you know also actually live that um, acceptance and um, that's creating inner certainty rather than looking for the external certainty.
1: Mm, so important. And it's funny how many guests that have come on here who have mentioned journaling. Journaling just keeps on coming up <laughs> again and again. And I think, like you say, it's, it's the reason why it's such a great tool is because you create that inner certainty because you actually go into yourself and and um, take the time to think about what you want, but also um, kind of just untangle what it is you're feeling, what it is you're going through, what experiences both external and internal that are happening to you right now. And I think that is one of the biggest lessons of 2020, the fact that struggle is part of life. And there are some beautiful lessons that can come out of struggle. Um, It doesn't mean that it's easy, but there have been a lot of important lessons that have come out of this year. Wouldn't you agree?
0: Yes. Yes. I mean, like even in the past two weeks, I feel like I'm a totally different person. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I like on the one hand, but but to be fair, that also comes a lot of self-awareness because I feel like may, maybe a lot of us are like, well, it's like 2020 just seems like one big day and everything is the same and it's so monotone and what am I even doing? But then through those practices, journaling, for example, you like, and as you said, really reflecting about what's happening in the inside and the outside that's when you actually realize how much you have grown and oh my god I like I literally feel like I've grown in the past like nine months as much as I would have grown otherwise
1: like three years or something like it's crazy yes exactly and it's like even though every day is much more monotone now than it was previously, I feel like the inner experience is so much more of a roller coaster. So it's like you get so much out of each day if you really take the time to look at what you're going through. And it doesn't mean that it's always positive, you know, because you definitely go through those low points even in a day um to like you say one of the really key (laughs) points that that you mentioned that I think is so so important especially in 2020 is to come into peace with what you're feeling and to realize definitely one sentence that that I come back to again and again I don't know where I first heard it but that and um, emotions are energy in motion. So you, you need to just let the, the emotions pass through you uh, because otherwise they get stuck. Um, because just like what you're sharing, you know, that you cry a lot, I cry a lot too. And there's this stigma in our society that you have to be strong, you have to be tough, you have to put the mask on and just kind of go do it and be independent and be the hustler. And I think now in 2020 we're realizing that we're human and going through hard times. Um, you know whether somebody is going through a harder time or not. Um, everybody goes through something, and it's it's not okay to judge it. We need to, you know, accept the fact that we all go through stuff, and it's part of life, and it's part of learning and growing. Um, beautiful thing the end of the day so your answer there was so many Mm -hmm. great gems in there
0: i'm glad i'm glad yeah i talked for
1: for a while and i was like oh my god there's so much to say (laughs) "Mm -hmm." now we're wrapping up here um because yeah thank you so much you shared so much value already um to 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 lock down and your business and maybe this is going to be a long answer again and that's fine (laughs) but just (laughs) Has the corona times uh, affected your, your business? Like, have there been changes there? I know that you, your main community is the study abroad, girls study abroad group. Uh, you're no longer a student at university. And so there have been changes there as well. And now with corona, like, what are some of the changes that you are going through as a business in these times is that something God, that's such a good question? Um, because that's also something like
0: I'm I'm always thinking about. It's like, well, I can only talk about studying abroad for so long after I graduated. Um, why I think personal branding is so powerful is because, like, um, sure, like people come to me for the study abroad advice, but because my channel is not called Girl Study Abroad and it's like the study abroad channel, but it's like my journey of going abroad and of building my business, I'm like slowly transitioning my videos, not even intentionally, simply by documenting what I'm actually doing into more, you know, digital nomad and organically transitioning more into, you know, running a remote business. And now I'm getting a yoga teacher training. So I'm going to talk a lot about that stuff. So Um, if anyone is no matter if it's because of corona or because of anything any change and personal branding really focusing on your own story oh my god there's around yourself allows you to make those transitions I think if you have a more product-based business or just like more corporate brand that might be a bit harder so I feel like for me it's a bit easier to go through those transitions than like other businesses so I think that's a big point for me and but then in terms of how corona has affected my business well luckily my business has always been online and it's also in the like I have like a lots of different income streams in my business so my personal brand is like only one of them and well in the personal brand I have like a lots of different income streams but then the other part is my freelancing and like my um consulting and stuff like that so I work as like a launch and content manager for a client, I do video editing and stuff like that. So of course I'm a bit lucky because that is still very in demand. I would even say sometimes more in demand now that businesses have to, you know, transition a lot online. So I'm mm-hmm. I just got a bit lucky with that for sure. And I know that like other businesses have been like just impacted so much worse. Like I feel like in terms of my growth. <clears throat> influences haven't really changed anything and hasn't been any like less growth. However, what has changed and that's actually um, a big aha moment for me is my ability to work. So I struggling a lot even in the summer or throughout the entire year, like I started being really hard on myself because I compared myself to like the amount of work I could do like a year ago. like a year ago, when I was still, like, at uni, I had no problem to, like, literally get up in the morning at six and start my uni and then go to work and then do my business and then, like, work, like, easy eight, nine hours per day, whereas now I'm, like, and and it was now I'm kind of getting back to being able to work, like, a little bit more, but, like, in all honesty, when I was really, really struggling and, like, lockdown and stuff like that, I couldn't work more than, like, four hours efficiently and effectively per day like you know productive work um, and that's if you're running your own business and building it that's not a lot really um so I kind of learned to be okay with that though and it's a big lesson for me that I do want to build my business to run um without me as well as like I'm i I'm like my business so there, it's not a business that I can just sell one day because <laughs> it's like around me. Um, but I think that's a big part that like I do want to build this in a way that I do not have to sit on my desk for eight, nine hours per day simply because there are always going to be points in life where your work is being impacted, you know, no matter if that is, you know, having a baby like you or, or if you're going through like a personal tragedy or something is happening, you're going through a breakup or whatever it is. Um, big lesson that like, I do want to build my business in a way that I can take time off and I can work less. Um, but I did also realize like big part is like, oftentimes if we have less time, we still get the same amount of stuff done, right? Because like, if we have all day long to do our stuff, then we do take all day long. Um, as if you don't, then you don't, you know, it's always like we get the stuff done in the amount of time we, we give to ourselves. There's like this, this principle, which I can't remember how it's called. Um, I think those are are the things that like Corona impacted me. Um, and in ter- yeah, but also in terms of like what I want to share with the world, um, I was a lot more keen to, you know, I started my membership, for example, during Corona, right? Because, um, well, I started my membership when did I start it in like May or June? And knew that community right now is something that people need right and instead of kind of targeting people or like creating my message in a way of like go abroad now like study abroad now I was more like have your study abroad plans been canceled do you not know what to do with your life now are you just waiting to go abroad and you feel so lost and you don't know what to do well here is your community to help you through that. Here's your support system to figure out how to navigate in those times and still prepare yourself to go abroad when you can. So I also kind of shifted my content into what people now need. Like what do girls now that are going abroad and are abroad, what do they need? And I shifted like my, my messaging to sell my um, membership, my ebook, my videos and stuff like that. So really just adapting it to how can my experience serve people right now, like in this time in that crisis and not kind of holding on to, yeah, but, you know, I was selling the travel, like I was selling the living abroad. And then now, boom, there's lockdown and people can't leave their countries and study abroad, programs are being canceled like I could have easily said well that niche doesn't work anymore but those people are still struggling (laughs) you know like they still need help they just need maybe different support and they need to hear different things so I never lost sight of the people that I am helping it's just the way I was helping them I adapted to what they need and and all of that honestly though comes from what I needed myself like I because I at the time was also abroad and I was like shit like that is crap right now like I can't just go home you know Mm -hmm. so I created videos of like or like content great I'm like stuck here now and I'm struggling and it's hard but this is what is helping me you know Mm -hmm. so just really sharing my own way and my own what I'm doing and how I'm dealing with it and just Asking, cool, like, how can I help people by
1: what I'm experiencing myself right now? Yeah, so many gems there. Um, like what you're saying on the importance of, of serving the community where your community, where they're at and what they're actually experiencing. But then um, pulling those, those lessons based on what you need yourself is so important and so true. And, and also the need for community now more than ever. I mean, it's like, we can't just meet the people that we want to meet physically anymore, but that doesn't mean that we don't need people anymore. We need people more than ever and people are feeling more lonely than ever. And um, so creating those platforms. And I mean, there's so many things I, I would love to talk to you more about actually. And maybe that could be <laughs> other interviews in the future in terms of, creating those those extra income streams to support your business, which means to actually ultimately support your life and where you're at. And like you said, you know, having the ability and flexibility in your life to actually take a break when you need to and still have that steady income coming in. That's something that I, it's one of the tenets of wellness that I really believe in is the fact that wellness and inner wellness does not just mean the mental health aspect the physical health aspect but it actually also has a lot to do with the financial um ability to support yourself too so that's something i would love to talk to you about just like how to create those streams of income and i think that's something that people would love to hear so definitely if you're up for it for a future interview i'd love to talk about that Oh my God. It's such
0: a good topic to talk about. And I love, I love talking about income streams and stuff because it's so fun, but I'm also still figuring it out. So I feel like it's also a good perspective from like someone who's like still super new to all of this and like not already has everything figured out because I get so intimidated sometimes when I listen to like, I don't know, or like watch YouTube videos of like how I make a hundred K with my 10 income streams at age 22. I'm like,
1: to okay, do that yes let's do yes that. let's do mm-hmm. that now let's wrap up this interview it's been such a pleasure to speak with you lara and you just have so much to share so much wisdom thanks i
0: love podcast interviews like i i was literally because i did stop my podcast i keep like uploading randomly but like i was actually brainstorming that i kind of want to bring it back just to like talk with people because i just like even just for myself, I mean, you can probably relate, like having a podcast interview is just so like nice, because you're like, actually, you get to communicate,
1: and you know, you don't sit at home all the time alone, <laughs> it's great. I love that, and I feel like now in corona times, it's such a great way to meet people, connect with people, yeah. and to go deep with people, not just, you know, just chat superficially or like you know you can actually go deep with people really get to know people's struggles who they serve what they want to do it's great love it I definitely think you should do that hey oh thank you so much for having me it was
0: very very fun i so enjoyed it thank you so so much for listening to this podcast episode if you enjoy it it would mean the world to me if you would take a screenshot of you listening right now and share it on your instagram stories and tag me as well as linda so we can share it and we can connect with you it just helps so much to grow this show if you share it with your friends and with your network so thank you so much for helping me spread this message of empowering women to step outside their comfort zones and fulfill their potential. Thank you so much for listening today and you'll hear from me in the next podcast episode on the Driven by Curiosity podcast. Bye.